Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderveld, your host today. So thanks everybody uh, for joining. Uh, and my name is Jackie Vanderveld. I'm your VPC Live host tonight. And we are delighted to have this expert panel with us. Uh, first of all, I'd like to introduce Kelly Jarvis. And Kelly is the VCAA's Acting Executive Director. And she's actually going to be taking us through the new choices for students. That's the VCE, Vocational Major and the Victorian Pathways Certificate. So thanks for joining us, Kelly. Um, we've also got Claire Finlayson, um, a late starter, but thanks Claire for, for stepping up for us from the Department of Education Senior Secondary Pathways Reform Task Force. Um, now they're working on expanding school students access to vocational education and training. That's known as VET or VET. And we'll hear from them a little bit later on about, um, about VET and how that fits into uh, senior education. Also joining us is Ashfield from the Department of Education, who's supporting us in the background, very important. Um, so we're expecting the session to run for roughly 45 minutes, including some time for questions after each of Kelly and Claire's presentations. So pop those questions in the chat and we will be answering those. Um, you won't be able to see each other's questions, so rest assured that we can see them. Feel free to ask questions at any time as you think about them. Um, this session and last year's session will be uh, a recording, but not streamed on social media. So ask away. Uh, your identities are safe. Um, and the recording is going to be available on demand um, by the VPC website. Now, Kelly, handing over to you to start. And I think I am pressing a video. Is that correct? As you all know, um, the senior secondary options for students are changing. From 2023, students can choose um, from any of the three senior secondary options. There's the VCE, which you may be aware of. It's been around since 1990s, and that is unchanged. There's the new VCE vocational major, with the, which is a applied learning and vocational learning pathway within the VCE, and the Victorian Pathway Certificate. I will explain all of these options throughout the presentation. You may, heard of, you may have heard about these changes through our advertising campaign, which is on TV and social media. And if your child is on TikTok, then they would have seen this ad before because they are the target audience and it pops up often um, on TikTok. If you are a teenager, my son sees it all the time on TikTok, although he didn't even tell me about this until we saw it on TV and he does know what I do. So if you go and share um, and we'll watch the video and then I'll explain in more detail what the options are. There are now two ways to get your Victorian Certificate of Education. You can enrol in the VCE or in the VCE Vocational Major, a new two-year vocational and applied learning program that sits within the VCE. The VCE Vocational Major is a great choice if you prefer to learn in a real-world environment, putting practical life skills into action. It's also a great choice if you don't need an ATAR for your post-school goals and want to move into an apprenticeship, traineeship, further study or directly into a job. If you want an ATAR when you finish school, you should select a VCE pathway with subjects that lead to a study score. A VCE pathway can take you to university, high-level TAFE or VET certificate courses or into an apprenticeship, traineeship or the workforce. Your school will offer a variety of subjects that you can include in your VCE or VCE vocational major 
like biology, drama, psychology, literature, or accounting. You can also include VET subjects like health, electrical industry, or creative and digital media. For students not yet ready or able to undertake the VCE or the VCE vocational major, the Victorian Pathways Certificate is a new, flexible Year 11 and 12 course that's built around the needs of individuals. Choose a study option that suits your strengths, goals, and aspirations. Talk to your teachers and careers practitioner to help make your choice. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. So before we go on um, and explain what these changes are and what the senior secondary certificate options are, I'll explain some of the terminology that I'll use tonight. I've been working in this space for a very long time and tend to resort to jargon. So I'll get on the front foot and explain this. So vocational learning, it focuses on the activities um, that you will learn in your job. And it's usually through a real or simulated workplace. And it's often done through vocational education and training. Structured workplace learning is a job placement, which is a usually um, structured as a day a week in a workplace, and or it can be done during the school week or in a block during school holidays. And this is where you will take what you learn through your vocational education and training course and apply it in a real workplace. And in applied learning, it's where students take things that they've been taught in theory, either in the classroom or the workplace, and they put that into um, practice and reflect on the outcome. It's also called real world um, learning, um, but in this case, we mainly refer to it as applied learning. So why are we changing senior secondary options? So there was a big review of vocational and applied learning pathways in 2019 and 2020 across the state. And they found that there was quality and applied learning, quality vocational and applied learning leads to really strong future outcomes. And and that got um, meant that students were able to move from school into jobs or into further training. There was a lot of really, really good pr um, practices in many schools, however, the quality and delivery was inconsistent across the state and there was patches um, and areas across Victoria where there was no access to vocational and applied learning for students. VCAL was plagued by perception issues and many students were choosing not to undertake VCAL because of the perception issues. Some parents didn't want their children to choose this pathway because it wasn't as highly regarded as the VCE. And in some schools, students didn't have access or it wasn't offered as a high quality pathway. And in some schools, it was only offered to certain types of students. So the review made 38 recommendations and all recommendations were accepted by government. And this year, 2023, the VCE vocational major was delivered for the first time in schools. The review aimed to increase the quality of vocational and applied learning and incorporate it into the VCE to have a single senior secondary certificate that combines the best elements of both the VCE and the VCAL to have a single pathway where, student, where all outcomes were regarded equal. And also to create a brand new certificate, the Victorian Pathway Certificate for students in year 11 and 12 and for students that are not yet ready to take the VCE or the vocational major. You might be interested in the general trend of what young people do after they finish senior secondary schooling. Statistics from our on-track survey, which surveys students when they finish senior secondary schooling, show that young people who complete year 12 are significantly more likely to go on to further education and training than in the past, and more likely than students who do not complete school. This is really important because the Australian National Skills Commission tells us that nine in 10 new jobs 
will require a post-school qualification. Education and skills development after school is critical to securing sound and fulfilling future unemployment. And we all know that jobs provide a strong future for, and the, these jobs of the future are requiring stronger skills, knowledge and capabilities. We only have to think about how the role of an auto mechanic has changed over the last 20 years with computers now essential to the working of cars. We don't know what the jobs of the future are, but we need to equip today's students with the skills to succeed. And this means the capability to be lifelong learners and navigate these changes. And these are the skills we're building into our senior secondary certificates. And it's not just about jobs that we're equipping our students to navigate in the changing world of the workforce, but it's the skills and capabilities to navigate the community and social media and to be an active, an active citizen. And this means things like voting, being able to critically evaluate fake news, social media posts, and be able to um, be an active citizen in both work and personal life. So there are two options within the VCE. There's a general VCE, which hasn't changed. That's been around since the early 90s. And that will lead to um, apprenticeships, traineeships, vets, university through an ATAR or other means or directly into employment. Then there's the vocational major, which is a pathway within the VCE. And this pathway will lead to apprenticeships, traineeships, vet, university through alternative or non-ATAR entry programs or directly into employment and then the Victorian Pathways Certificate which leads to entry-level VET into senior secondary so students can go on and do the VCE or the VCE vocational major or directly into employment. The VCE is a two-year senior secondary certificate. It's been around for more than 30 years. There are more than 90 studies within the VCE to choose from. Plus students can choose from any vocational education and training study or VET. Each study has units one and two, which are typically undertaken in year 11, and units three and four typically undertaken in year 12. Most students complete 20 to 24 units, but they must complete a minimum of 16, and it must include an English study. The studies all have school assessments and final exams, which lead to study scores. And if the student gets enough study scores, then they will also be able to be eligible for an ATAR. And the ATAR is typically used to get into many university courses. The VCE vocational major is a new way for your child to complete the VCE. It supports students to pursue their goals and aspirations with confidence. It provides them with the skills and knowledge for work and life. Some students don't need an ATAR to achieve their goals. There are many alternative entry programs into university and many students, more than half of our students don't go into university through an ATAR or go on to an apprenticeship, a traineeship or further study in a course or directly into employment. You and your student can talk to your, your school's career counsellor for more information. The vocational major needs a minimum of 16 units of completion and, and within those 16 units they need to complete minimum studies in literacy, numeracy, personal development skills, work-related skills plus two VET subjects. They can do any other VCE subject within their study and they also are able to gain credit for time spent in a workplace through structured workplace learning recognition. The vocational major studies have no exams, no study scores and most students who do the vocational major are 
not eligible for an ATAR. The personal development skills is a focus on citizenship and leadership and the skills students need to succeed in life and work. And work-related skills really focuses on the skills and knowledge students need to succeed into and move into the workplace and have those transferable skills to move careers as they work through um, their non-linear work journey over life. In many cases, this will be the first time your student enters a workplace and there's a strong focus on what they can expect, what their rights are in the workplace and where to get help if they need to. And it's a good chance for them to both prepare themselves to apply for jobs, explore what jobs they would like to do and how to get the skills they need to move into their career path that they and their work through their aspirations and develop their career skills. So you may be wondering which pathway is the right for you and your student. Each pathway develops its own range of skills which are equally value, valued in the Victorian community. The VCE is typically classroom-based learning with learning applied through experiments and practical activities. You can include a VET as your study. The VCE vocational major has an applied learning focus that concentrates applying knowledge in the real world situation and it must include a VET study. The focus is very much on the future skills students will need in further study or work. There is a lot of misaspirations that the vocational major is not just is out doing rather than learning. There's still a lot of classroom work. The theory of um, the st studies must be taught in the classroom and then applied in the real world. So there's a lot of projects, for example, community gardens, building and construction and doing community volunteer volunteering. However, these are all backed up or come after doing a lot of applied um, work, theory-based classroom work, and then you apply that in a real world situation through a community project or working with other community partners. The choice of the pathway on your child depends on their interests, their strengths and their aspirations. And you should speak to your school to get more information on what pathway is right for you and your child. The Victorian Pathway Certificate is an inclusive year 11 and year 12 standards-based certificate that meets the needs of a smaller number of students who are not able already yet to complete the VCE, including the VCE vocational major. It is not a senior secondary certificate. It provides an enriched curriculum that supports students develop the skills and capabilities and qualities for success in personal, civic and work, civic life and work. The VPC is an accredited foundation secondary qualification under the Education Training and Reform Act and aligns to level one in the Australian Qualifications Framework. While it's not a senior secondary certificate, it can be a pathway into the VCE. It is designed to develop and extend pathways for young people while providing the flexibility for different cohorts. It is suitable for students whose previous schooling experience may have been disrupted for a variety of reasons, including students who are at risk of disengaging from their education, students who have missed significant periods of their learning and students with additional needs. Students will gain the skills, knowledge, values and capabilities to make informed choices about pathways into senior secondary qualification, entry level VET or employment. The curriculum accommodates student aspirations and future employment goals. VCE, VPC programs connect students to industry experiences and active participation in the community. Through participation in the VPC, students will gain the necessary foundation skills to allow them to make a post-school in transition. 
This certificate is really useful for a range of students who may not be ready to undertake the VCE and it is designed to take the student from their current skill level and develop the skills to the point that they are ready for the next stage of their future pathway. This may be an entry level vet at a TAFE or they may wish to transfer into the vocational major or they may go straight into employment on completion. So thank you everyone and I think we're going to throw back to Jackie for questions. Yes. So uh, if we do have any questions, uh, we do have a couple. So if, you, if you've just joined us late and you would like to ask Kelly a question, please do so in the Q&A button uh, and we'll ask them. So the very first one, uh, how will I know if I will need an ATAR? Thank you for your question. It's a really great question. I think your best bet is to speak to your school's careers counsellor. You think about what you want to do after you finish school and whether you want to go into university. And ATAR is used to get into many um, university courses and you apply in year 12 through the Victorian Tertiary Admission Centre or VTAC. If you want to go on to university or you want the option of going on to university and using an ATAR to apply, then you should look into whether um, doing the VCE and getting an ATAR. Be a careers counsellor, your careers educator at your school will be able to give you more information about exactly what an ATAR is used for and where it leads and what options it has, what options there are for you post-school. Okay, lovely. And we've got one more. What happens if I choose the BM but then change my mind at the end of year 11? That's a really great question because um, at the, in year 11, you're only 16 or 17 years old and it's a very young age to be making a decision. And the great news is that you can move between the two options within the VCE. So the vocational major is a course within the VCE. And so you, or anything you do counts towards completion of your VCE. So if you do want to change your mind and move out of the vocational major and into the scored VCE program, you will have to start st studies from year 12 only. And so there'll be a little bit of lack of continuity between the studies that you were doing but you can pick up the year 12 scored studies. If you're unsure about whether you want to do the vocational major or the VCE, then I encourage you to pick the subjects that are in common. So definitely pick um, a scored vet study, pick English over literacy, which you need to have an, a study score in English, in English to get an ATAR, pick a math study instead of numeracy, and then you only have to flip, swap out the um, vocational major, personal development skills and work-related skills. And it just gives you more continuity between your senior secondary program. Lovely. So definitely some flexibility there, which is which is great. Another question. My son attends a grammar school, so a non-government school, without pathways, options for trades, etc. Where do I turn to research for great options in my area? My career as counsellor at school wasn't helpful. Oh, that's a shame. But what advice can you give there, Kelly? That is a real shame because one of the things we did find in the first review, and I say we because I work, I was lucky enough to work on the review and then move on to implementing these reforms. Um, so we found that there was a lack of options in many areas. And while the government schools are now all implement, all mainstream government secondary schools are delivering the vocational major, um, I know that this is not true in the industry 
independent sector. Um, so if you do want to find out what options, I would speak to your local government school. All students have a right to attend their local government school and the school should be delivering the vocational major and they'll be able to talk to you about what up options there are. Otherwise, you may want to look into other secondary schools um, in your area and see what options they've got and what they offer and whether or not you can get into a different school. But it's a really great option for students who have a really clear career path in mind. It is. And I'd, I'd be suggesting too that you, you go back to your school and say that you'd like to include include some uh, vet options for your son as part of his program of study. Um, they're usually pretty, they usually can be helpful <laughs> if there's a, if there's a very clear, if there's a clear pathway. Uh, okay, so work-related skills and personal development skills are offered to students undertaking VCE, VM or the uh, VPC, so the Victorian Pathways but not students currently studying VCE. Why not? Why not? And is it possible for VCE students to learn these skills? That's a great question. So there's skills in the um, work-related skills and personal development skills are not unique. Like they have been designed a real, around a really strong really strong skills framework. However, all of our VCE studies have employability skills built into them. If you look at the study designs, there are, um, it's really clear that they have employability skills and they're dotted throughout that. So the students that are doing the VCE general, they don't miss out on learning these skills. They're just, it's much more um, of a, a, there's a really explicit focus on knowledge um, and the application of that knowledge um, and the employability skills are built into those rather than explicitly taught like they're taught through the VCE vocational major. The way, the reason why the vocational major studies are only available for students who enrol in the vocational major is it was a it's a um, transition towards a fully integrated certificate. So the first step that um, was to create a standalone vocational and applied learning pathway within the VCE and before moving to a fully integrated certificate. This was done in a quite a very tight timelines and a short time frame. So the first report was only finalised and handed down by government in late 2020. And then at the start of 2023, schools started delivering the new VCE vocational major. Um, we And so that was the reason why it's a, a pathway and the studies are only accessible by Victorian VCE um, vocational major um, students or VPC students. The intent is to move down towards a fully integrated certificate, but we're still doing the work around that and there'll be an announcement later this year on what that means for students going forward. Great, thank you. And I think probably our last one before we before we swap presenters. Um, will it be compulsory for all schools to offer all three options and will all three options be available? That's a really great question and thank you for asking that. While I think that all schools should offer all, all of all three options and it's really important for students to have those options and make those choices. Um, we don't, uh, we're not a regulator, we don't have the power to compel schools to offer those options. So I know that um, all mainstream secondary schools in the government sector do offer both um, the vocational major and the Victorian Pathways Certificate. Whether or not it's delivered depends on, on demand um, in the school. Um, but in, within the other sectors, it's a school-based decision on whether they want to offer it. 
as Jackie said, speak to your school and let them know that you're interested. If they don't have the demand there for students, um, from their students, then they won't look at offering it. But if they know that their students are interested and they know that it leads to really great outcomes, um, then the school will look into offering it. We've had a lot of applications and interest from schools in both the Catholic sector and the independent sector. And as these studies gain momentum and gain demand and really um, have a look, a high reputation, a strong reputation that leads to really good outcomes for students. And then we expect more and more schools to offer these for their students. Fantastic. Thank you. So we're going to, to swap, swap speakers now and we're going to move to Claire. And Claire, I'm going to spotlight you for everybody. We will have more time. So Kelly, thank you so much. We will have more time for questions at the end. So please keep them coming in. Um, now, Kelly touched on how students can include VET in their studies. And uh, Claire's going to go into some more detail about what VET is and why it's a valuable option for students. So all yours, Claire. Evening, everybody. My name's Claire Finlayson. I work in the Senior Secondary Pathways Reform Task Force, and I'm providing an overview of VET delivered to secondary school students. As uh, Jackie has said, just pop any questions in the chat and um, I'll do my best to answer them at the end of the presentation. So when we're talking around VET, we're talking around what is the abbreviation of vocational education and training. And that's the learning of practical skills for different industry areas. So through VET, students can learn the skills and knowledge required for specific pathways into industry, further education and employment. And students have the opportunity to reinforce and apply these skills by learning in the workplace through things such as structured, structured workplace learning, apprenticeships and traineeships. Secondary students who undertake VET at school gain critical workplace and industry exposure, which in turn expands a student's learning experiences while reinforcing their skill development. All VET qualifications are also based on nationally accredited VET training packages. So the same standards that apply to everyone undertaking a qualification, whether they're a school student or whether they're an adult learner. An important difference around um, a VET program for a student undertaking is that VET includes competency-based assessment. So instead of a graded assessment, students are assessed on whether they are competent or not yet competent for each unit of study. So to be assessed as competent, students will have to consistently demonstrate an application of skills and knowledge to the standard required by that workplace. So just moving to the next slide, and this is where our video comes in, Jackie, that showcases a student's experience of VET. When I was in year 12, I wanted to, you know, go for something more practical, something that you know, was more helpful into my life. I had a great passion for like helping kids, teaching kids. So I was like, what can I do? I was offered this you know, amazing course where it allowed me to have both the studies and the practical placements of like being with the kids, you know, seeing them grow, helping them learn. It taught me like how to communicate with people, how to properly express myself, taught me organization skills. It taught me like how to you know, communicate legally and ethically. It taught me all these great things, how to like communicate with parents. It, like it gave me a different meaning every single day because it's like I have something to learn every single day. When students come for their placements, it gives them the idea of the real world, what it's going to be like. When we get students for the placement, it's a chance for us to see how they are. I'd rather hire someone who I know have the skills than someone who just come in for our interview 
and then hire them. So placement is the best way to get a job. You go there, you make your relationships, you build on your skills, you be punctual, you show that yes, you want to be here. And it's the best way to get a job. I've continued my studies, I will further continue my studies, but at the same time I am working, I'm getting that experience. Um, in the future, if I want to get a high position, you know, apply for more jobs, it's just easier because I've had the studies, I have the experience, there's no reason to not hire me, and I think that's very important. So, students can undertake a VET study during their senior secondary years to contribute to their Victorian Certificate of Education, so their VCE, the VCE vocational major, or the Victorian Pathways Certificate. Secondary students who want to undertake VET at school can choose courses, or can choose from courses their school offers. And the government is supporting schools to offer more certificate in what's described as a core offering. Students can complete these VET studies at their school, potentially off-site at somewhere like a TAFE, or even with a private RTO or registered training organisation. Some of the certificates in the core offering do include school-based apprenticeships or traineeships that students can undertake while completing their senior secondary studies. And the next slide will go into some further detail on the core offering. So over the next few years, the Victorian government is supporting all schools to provide their students with access to VET certificates in key industries. We're coordinating schools to get together with each other, with registered training organisations and TAFEs to make sure that students have a good range of VET options to choose from. So the core offering includes a selected set of 41 VET certificates. These certificates are largely at the certificate two and three level in line with the advice of the Victorian Curriculum and Assessment Authority as being suitable for a year 11 or year, year 12 student to undertake. These certificates have been organised into two groups, which are then made up of six pathways each. The priority pathways, so these are the squares on the left-hand side of the slide, are in areas such as health, in clean energy and engineering, and these are very much aligned to the Victorian priority and growth industry areas, so where there's going to be lots of employment growth and opportunity. The flexible pathways, which are on the right-hand side of the certificate, in um, areas such as agriculture and environment, are very much aligned to regional demands and the student interests and aspirations are reflected in pathways such as automotive or hair and beauty. Our ambition is that all Victorian schools will offer at least one certificate from each of the six priority pathways and at least one certificate from a further two flexible pathways. Each school will have different options from the core offering and may even offer certificates in addition to the core offering that might meet the specialisation that the school has or might be tied to a particular um, industry or opportunity in their local area. For a student that undertakes VET, there are multiple benefits that can be gained from these studies. VET provides practical learning and experience which can strengthen a student's education by giving them the opportunity to gain those practical skills and knowledge that complement their other studies. VET programs also allow a student to explore industries and occupations before making firm career commitments. Industry and exposure and experience in the workplace can, can expand and better inform a student's options. There are opportunities for students to develop technical skills for a specific job or industry. Students can gain knowledge through specialised training to understand and perform specific workplace tasks. 
students will develop general work skills that can be applied across different jobs as well as industries. These skills include communication, teamwork, problem solving, as well as planning and organisation. VET studies help students develop the confidence and skills that employers look for when hiring young people. Some students may also gain an extra qualification in addition to their VCE or the VPC. VET qualifications are national or Victorian VET qualifications from RTOs such as a TAFE. Students that undertake apprenticeships and traineeships as part of the VET studies earn an, can earn an income as they train, study and work. When undertaking VET studies at school, students can also gain, gain employment opportunities by being connected to a workplace and learning how an industry works. With that knowledge and experience, students can learn about occupations within an industry that might be suitable for them and find out more about how to progress this through their career. Studying VET at school can also contribute to a student's ATAR, which offers a student multiple pathways at the completion of their secondary education. So undertaking and completing VET can lead to different pathways to, to suit a student's individual goals and aspirations. A student that completes VET at school can go on to further VET study after senior secondary education, either to complete their VET qualification or to undertake further VET training. And as VET studies can contribute to a student's ATAR, completion of VET at school can also lead to further study through university. Students can also commence an apprenticeship, a traineeship, or continue one that they have started during their VET studies at school. And finally, VET studies at school can lead to full-time, part-time, or even casual employment opportunities. And these can provide a student with options and flexibility to follow multiple interests at the same time, such as employment, further education, or volunteering. That's the end of the presentation. And thank you for listening. And I'll stay online now to answer any questions that may have come up in the chat. Yes, and we do have questions. No uh, so the first one is, do schools help students get into work, so get students into the workplaces for their placements? Yes, so normally, um, depending on who, how the arrangements are in a school, but a VET coordinator, the careers counsellor, um, will work around um, trying to secure a placement for that student. Also, occasionally, depending on who the, um, the RTO is, if it's a TAFE um, or a private RTO, they'll also contribute to that as well. Okay, and I might uh, just spotlight Kelly again for this yes. one. I'm not sure who wants to who wants to buy for the for that buy for these questions. Um, so the question probably I'll, I'll ask the question and then you two can uh, you can two can decide who answers it. Um, my child is in year eleven and has failed the first half of the year due to non-attendance. What are our, are our options for the second half of the year? Thanks for that question. It's a really challenging question to answer um, and I don't think um, I can do it any justice and I think the best option is to speak to your school because it is it's really challenging to complete the VCE including the VCE vocational major in only 18 months it's possible but very hard because you have to do all of your subjects and if your student if if the student hasn't been attending in semester one they would have to not just commit and start studying they would have to do it really work really really hard to make sure they passed every single subject um, and got enough units and that would be really really challenging and if they haven't attended in semester one then it would be a really big need a really big turnaround so I would speak to your school about what options are available um, because they will have a 
they will have more individual support to be able to put your student on a plan that suits them to get them to the best possible outcome by the end of year 12. Yeah, I would agree with Kelly. It's a really, it's an important conversation to be having with your school and they've got the resources to, to help make those, um, make the decisions that can work for that, for that student. Yeah, and there's all there's always a solution, folks. So just keep keep in contact with your school because they want they want the very best for you for your child as well. They want to see them thrive and flourish and succeed. So there there are always pathways to to getting that uh, getting over the line. <laughs> so talk to them. Next question is: uh, My son is in year nine and is faced with career option class choices for year ten. Is that normal is that they can can they start some of this uh, vocational study in year 10 they can start some of their v um so vet programs in year 10 but if they're in year nine hopefully they might be undertaking some of the career programs such as their morrisby profile and, and things like that that help students start to think about some interest areas if they've got something in mind, then it's really working with their school and looking. So some students will start their vet studies in year 10. Um, a bit like some students also might start a VCE unit one and two in year 10, and it helps with timetabling um, and ensuring that student has the best um, opportunity to complete the sequence of subjects that they want to do. So it's absolutely possible, but it's definitely in consultation with the careers counsellor at the school and with the school's um, probably head of senior studies and things like that to work out what's the best combination of subjects that will give that student the best outcome. Right, thank you. And can the BCEVM be completed if a student moves into year 12, moves it into year 12? Yes, it can. So when I when we went through the slides, I mentioned there was five compulsory studies within the vocational major. So the student will have to do all five of those studies as part of their program, but it's definitely doable. Um, and the student can use everything that they've done so far in year 11 in the VCE, it all counts because it's the same certificate and they'll be able to develop a program in consultation with their school, with their school's career counsellor and VCE coordinator to ensure that they're enrolled in the right subjects in order to complete the certificate um, and end up with a qualification at the end of the year, but it's definitely doable to move into it in year 12. Okay, terrific. I've got a couple more questions have come in. I think I saw in one of the slides that VET delivered to school students allows students to further university study. How is that possible without an ATAR? Can you please clarify? Sure, I'll do, I'll do a little bit and then I might hand over to Kelly. So there are a number of VET programs, so VET certificates, where there actually is scored assessment. So most VET subjects, as mentioned in the slides, are based on, use competency-based assessment, so rather than graded assessment. But the VCAA, so the Curriculum and Assessment Authority, have a number of programs that allow for scored assessment, so students can actually have that contribute to their ATAR. Kelly, is there anything you'd like to expand on there? Um, I think it's important to note that VET is only one of, a, of the studies that your student will take in year 11 and year 12. So a typical year 12 student will undertake five subjects. One of them will be English um, or literacy if they're in the vocational major, and then they'll do at least four other studies um, as part of their program. VET is only one of those studies and it contributes to an ATAR if it's a three, four sequence, either through getting a study score as Claire outlined, or you get an increment on top of your ATAR. You need four study scores to get an ATAR 
and one of those needs to be in English. So if a student does English and then they do three other scored VCE studies and a VET, they'll definitely be able to get an ATAR. So it's, it's a really important and um, really, really valuable contribution, not only to a student's completion of their senior secondary certificate, the skills that they learn, but it will also contribute to a student's ATAR and help them on to their future pathway, whether it's into university or any other pathway. Okay, and I think you've answered the next one, but might be just for some clarification. My son's school is encouraging him to go unscored, except in English, will he still get an ATAR? So a student needs four study scores, including in English, to get an ATAR. So they won't be able to get um, an ATAR if they go unscored in all of their studies. They'll just get the one study score in English. I would talk to your school about what options that leads to for that student. Um, but just bear in mind that there are no rules on whether a student can or cannot do scored study. So all students can do their exam and get a study score. Um, there's no rules on whether you can qualify for that. So you should speak to your school about the best options for your student, for the student and why they would need to or want to go unscored because it does have implications. For example, you won't get an ATAR. It is possible to get into university through other means, but the dominant means for students finishing year 12 is through an ATAR. Yeah, so before all those options are closed off, I think be asking a few more questions. Thank you. And we've got one more here. My daughter is not going to achieve her PE Unit 3. How will this affect her ATAR? I don't know whether we've got enough information for that, but... Um... Yeah, it depends on what other subjects she's enrolled in. If she doesn't finish, um, if she doesn't complete Unit Three, she can't get a study score. You have to complete the Unit Three and Unit Four to get a study score in that study. So it depends on the rest of her program, how many other subjects she's enrolled in, um, and whether she gets study scores for all of those subjects. But the school's best advice to, um, advise, to best placed to advise on an individual student's pathway in senior secondary. Thank you. I thought that was our last question. We've got one more. <laughs> How long does an ATAR score last? How long is it valid for? That's a really interesting question. Um, I think it lasts forever, but you'd have to look at the VTAC website. The, we don't actually run the ATAR process here in the VCAA. That's run by the Victorian Tertiary Admission Centre um, and they take applications from year 12 students about attending university or um, vet courses the following year. So you best place to ask them that question. Okay. Does the school have the right not to allow me to select a subject based on my score in the semester one exam in year 10? That's a really, there's the rules. Um, we don't have any requirements for entry into VCE subjects in the VCAA. So there are no rules for the school that will allow any student to access a VCE study with one exception within our math studies, but it's if we're talking about a year 10 student, it's clearly not applicable for that. So that's a school-based decision and schools do sometimes put in requirements for pathways for students, but that's a school-based decision and you should speak to your school more about what the requirements are and why they're making those requirements and what that what the implications are for your student and what would they advise in that case for you. what are the alternatives if your student doesn't take the study they want to okay thank you uh, and here we've got another one on school attendance I've heard you need 90 percent attendance is that right or is that just a school rule 
Yes, that's another school rule. So there's no attendance requirements from the VCAA onto schools um, about students. What we say to schools is they need to be able to ensure that the student's work is their own and they can authenticate the work the student does is their, is their own. So for example, if, if you were attending class and you only turned up um, once a month to the class and then handed in a great assignment that was fantastic, the school wouldn't be able to say hand on heart that you did that assignment and it wasn't done through artificial intelligence. For example, if you didn't attend the attend class. So the school needs to know that you're learning. They need to know that the work is your own, um, but we don't have any attendance requirements. Schools may have their own attendance rules, but that's a school-based decision. Okay. Well, ladies, and Ash in the background, thank you so much uh, for, for tonight. And, and thank you everyone for your questions and for joining us this evening. If you would like some more information about the changes, um, Ash has, I think he's gonna be putting up some links to the Many Talents website on the VC website. He'll put that up in the chat. So where you go, Ash. We could do a bit of research while I'm still chatting. Um, there we go. There it is. The Many Talents um, One VCE. That's got a, a really good summary of, of everything that was spoken about this evening. There's also a copy of last year's presentation, Many Talents One VCE, which can be watched on demand via uh, the, the Victorian Parents Council website. We've got two VPCs now. So via the Victorian Parent Council website on the events page. And we would also appreciate if you could complete the online survey. Um, and uh, I think Jerry, one of our, our people, is going to put that up in the in the chat for us now. So please complete that survey. And we'd like to say thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, thank you, team. It's lovely to see you all again and to have you with us. Um, it's always wonderful to have such uh, such well-informed, amazing people that are doing this, this work for us. Um, at this high, at a higher level, <laughs> we really appreciate everything that you're doing and making uh, VCE more valuable and accessible for students across the state. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie and the Victorian Parents Council for hosting this webinar on our behalf. Thanks Love so it. much, Jackie. You're welcome. Bye now. Bye. Have a good evening. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sydney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.